This is episode 208 of Bleak and Review. Tonight's guest, Lisa Chanu. Plus, we'll talk to corporate wellness expert Ariana Huffington. All of this and big name celebrities only on Bleak and Review. Hello. Welcome back for the f- Welcome back to the first few seconds of this episode of the Bleak and Review podcast. My name is Kevin Anderson. Once again, coming to you live, pre-recorded, from the man cave. Oh yeah, let the dogs out, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) Uh, Rules are off in the man cave. Rules are off in the man cave. Uh, No, it's just my bedroom. If it's a man cave, it's a beta male cave. There's lots of Winnie the Pooh pops and Monty Python posters and... Uh, a whole bunch of mail I haven't opened. That's about what my surroundings are. Uh, mostly because I just know what the mail is already. Uh, you look at it, you go, okay, this is somebody who wants me to apply for a new credit card because they know I'm bad with money. And here's a bunch of things that have been automatically deducted from my account already, but they want to send paper to you anyway. Like, you know, uh, direct deposit statements or or uh, insurance with... Uh, payments and stuff that like happen all the time uh without you having to do anything but they're like you know what fuck trees though that thing that you're already aware of because you feverishly check your bank account every morning to see how much money you have uh here's a paper copy of that for your records i guess i don't know maybe i should be keeping records i'm bad at being 29 i'll say that speaking of money um i just wanted to do a quick shout out to all the uh, Unpop slash Bleak and Review fans who <laughs> rallied to my cry the other day. Uh, on the day I'm recording this, it was, I think it was yesterday. So thank you. Uh, I'm a little concerned about rent and some other bills and, and uh, car problems and things that I need to get fixed stacking up. And so I just put out a thing like, hey, I don't want to crowdsource because... Like, I, this is the thing, I feel weird about, like, asking people for money to help out my thing. Um, but I, like, give to a lot of those. Not to brag. I'm very charitable. But, like, when it's me, I'm like, well, I don't deserve it. And everyone thinks I'm a fraud. But, like, all the other people who do it, they're legit. It's just not me. Not, I don't deserve anything. Uh, but I did because my back was against the wall. And a lot of you uh, came through and helped me out. And I've, I'm a lot more financially stable because of it. So, honestly, thank you so much. That's... Uh, It was overwhelming and it made me feel really happy, but uh, enough of this sappy bullshit. Happy Halloween yesterday, right? That was, that was yesterday. Y'all have a good one. Yeah. I'm not a Halloween guy. Uh, I don't, I'm not a holiday guy in general. Uh, I don't even really like my birthday that much. Not that I'm like, I don't want anyone to get me anything for my birthday, but I secretly do. Like, I just don't put a lot of weight in holidays, but Halloween, like that, like I know that a lot of people love it, and Godspeed. Uh, it's just not my thing. I just don't like the implication that, like, if I don't have a costume on and I'm at a thing, anytime during like the week leading up to Halloween, people are just like, "Oh, you didn't do it? Okay, well, I guess you know, fuck us, right?" And it's like I just don't. I don't know. I've done silly costumes in the past, minimal effort stuff, but I just don't like. Uh, I don't like the calendar telling me I gotta buy clothes. You know what I'm saying? Temporary ass clothes. Yeah, I'm not a not a big Halloween guy. Uh, 
I'm getting, I guess I'm getting better about it because in the last year I've been getting more into scary movies, a genre I kind of uh, avoided for a while because I assumed they were all like scary movie, you know, <laughs> the actual film. I was like, oh, well, this, this franchise is going crazy. Like, have you seen that new Wayne's movie, uh, the Wayne's Brothers and Hereditary? <laughs> no, I just, uh, I don't know. I just didn't, I didn't quite uh, grasp the, the overarching, I don't know, what do you call it? The extent to which there's like different kinds of horror movies, just like there's dark comedy and there's fart comedy and, and gross out comedy and blue comedy and black comedy and all this stuff. Uh, there's a lot of different kinds of horror out there. And I guess what I was not into for a long time was the torture porn renaissance that I, I grew up in. I think it started, or I don't remember when the first Saw came out, and I'm sure it started well before that. But like, that's when I remember it being on my radar I was just like, this isn't scary. It's just unpleasant. But, you know, it's not my thing. If that's your thing, go for it. And that's that's a big thing that I want to talk about in this intro, actually. Uh, mostly because of a conversation I had with a friend of the show, Joe Kay, recently. Where we were talking about hack uh, tropes and, like, hack opinions. Like, like, I don't do, I don't personally do, like, the... I want to go to the haunted house on Halloween and get scared by actors and they're going to like pretend to murder my friends with a, with a chainsaw or whatever. Uh, that's not a thing that I've ever sought out. Um, I don't think I would enjoy it, but I also don't care if you do. Uh, that's, that's the main thing. Like people who get like blown away, they're like, why would somebody pay to get scared? I just don't get it. It's weird. It's like, why would somebody pay to do anything they like? Is that what you're asking? Like, Fear is an emotion, so is laughter or, or humor and, and sadness. So it's like, are we saying comedy and drama are bullshit too? Like, why would someone pay to go watch a movie about uh, a, 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 per a famous person who died of AIDS or whatever? I don't know. I guess Bohemian Rhapsody is the only movie I could think of in that moment. But it's like, I don't know. It's I just like like what you like, but... Who cares if other people like stuff you don't like? And I think that's a big thing in my life. A big part of me feeling more adult and grown up and like able to, like when I was able to let go of the need to tell people why they, the thing they like is stupid, like the music or the movies or the comedy they like. Uh, I don't know if I'm a hundred percent out of it. Cause like, I will still be like, Oh, TJ Miller sucks. Or, you know, like people that are problematic, but like, on the whole, like, I just don't, like, have fun. Like, just do your thing. Like, I spend so much time and energy trying to cultivate this intelligent persona of a guy that knew what the best art was. And if you didn't agree, then you obviously just, like, didn't get it, dude. Like, I don't know. I think it was when I was in college and high all the time, which is, like, a great time to be a douchebag. <laughs> It's like great. That's the prime prime years for being a uh, self righteous piece of shit for sure. Is when you don't have any responsibilities other than sometimes going to class and doing a bunch of drugs and drinking. Uh, definitely lash out at things when you're in that mode. It's so to an extent how I feel about uh, my my religious beliefs, which I used to call myself an atheist, and I guess I am still because I don't believe in a god. I just it's just not a thing that speaks to me uh but i don't like the term atheist because it associates me with a bunch of loud bill maher fans who need to tell people who find comfort in religion why they're wrong 
you're so wrong. Oh, you just, oh, you, what, what is it? A visible guy in the sky who's got a beard and, and, and lightning bolts? Zeus? What is it? Zeus? <laughs> I guess it's Zeus now. But uh, it's like, oh, you're a sheep, man. Like, I shut the fuck up. Like, who gives a shit? Like, as long as your religion isn't fucking with anybody else's shit, like, just do whatever you want, you know? Uh, if you try to convert me or something, I'm not going to launch into a, a, a tirade like I would have in my younger days. I would just be like, that's not for me. Thanks. Uh, I appreciate that this does something for you. And I think a lot of organized religion stuff can be bad. And I know this isn't by any means a very hot take at all. I think in 2019, this is kind of the average is just like, yeah, as long as you're not, I mean, we have bigger problems than whether somebody believes in God, unless that person who believes in God also believes that like Donald Trump is God and is going to cleanse the earth of the impure or something. That's when it becomes a bigger problem. Yeah. Just who cares? Who cares? Do, do whatever you want. Just don't fucking, and like, that's the other thing. So I guess what I was saying is I don't want to refer to myself as an atheist, even though I guess I am. I don't, think agnostic is any better because like as a term for me because i'm just like i guess maybe that's closer to the truth because yeah nobody really knows because we're all alive and nobody's died and then talked to us from beyond unless like you know we're talking about harry houdini or whatever that whole scam was arthur conan doyle look it up i don't even know what i'm talking about <laughs> uh it's just i i guess my uh i think i think the big takeaway from this is my whole adult mentality has been somewhat focused around the premise of I don't, but who cares if they do? Uh, I'm not a, not a religious person. I don't care if you are. And end of my scree on that. <laughs> uh, what else is going on? A uh, quick little note before we get into the episode. Um, this is nice. It's been a nice week here in L.A., my uh, my lovely mother was visiting me for about six days uh, a week before this episode comes out. We went, did a bunch of fun things, really ranged, uh, ranged the extent of activities that are available in Los Angeles, certainly. We went to an art museum. I took her to a professional wrestling, indie wrestling show called Wrestling Pro Wrestling, which I've definitely talked about on this podcast before. And then um, we went to Universal Studios uh, here in beautiful Studio City, California, and that's great. I like theme parks a lot. Uh, I just don't go after dark because that's when they get scary. Um, one notable thing there was the uh, Harry Potter's Forbidden Journey ride. Uh, if you're not familiar, if you don't haven't been to Universal Studios Hollywood, uh, it's a big indoor uh, kind of motion, uh, like hanging kind of coaster thing. But instead of like being a roller coaster, it's more of a let's fly you through a bunch of like massive IMAX experiences, kind of like soaring around the world at Disneyland. Um, and then also like big, intricate, uh, actual like physical like sets, like where you go through and like a dragon breathes fire at you and stuff. And it's really cool, except the ride broke down twice while we were on it. And at one time uh, we had just got into a room where we were supposed to be flying around on the Quidditch field, a famous sport from the wizarding world. And then the ride stopped and the screen went gray. And so we were just hanging out in this big gray void while weird sound effects played like like Quidditch sounds and stuff. But like without the motion of the video, it sounded like, I don't know, I, I felt like it was like modern art or something. And then it started up again. And then uh, a few rooms later, maybe two, it broke down again when we're in this big, scary uh, 
Dementors uh, exhibit, I guess. There's a bunch of like uh, big like statues of demon, the Dementor demon things from Harry Potter flying around scaring you. And uh, man, if you want to take all the illusion out of that being a terrifying thing, because it is pretty, it is, can be pretty wild. It's a pretty uh, immersive experience when it works. But if you sit there for, you know, three minutes while they're getting the ride operating in and all the animatics are just, or the anim animatrons, what do you call it? Animatronics? That's the one. All the animatronics are just sitting there motionless and, and with, with like, you can just like, it, it just really, uh, the illusion is gone. That's all I'll say. But we still had a good time. Uh, Jurassic World ride was great. Uh, I fucking blew up a toilet there, man. I, this is, this, that was big for me because I have a huge fear of shitting in public and I could tell I was at max capacity because I think right after the Harry Potter ride, I, uh, I blasted a toilet at Universal. So that's just a little unnecessary addition to that story. All in all, fun week. Uh, speaking of fun weeks, this week we have a fun episode. Boom, flip the script. Uh, very fun episode. Uh, two very uh, distinct guests from different worlds of entertainment, certainly. Um, first guest is a dear friend of the show, Lisa Chenu, from the What's Your Sign podcast, also a terrific comedian in her own right. Uh, the What's Your Sign podcast, of course, her astrology podcast that she hosts with uh, uh, two other people whose names escape me at the moment, but that's because this is one take and we're just going, no edits. And uh, <laughs> it'd be great if like right at the end, like my neighbor like screamed a racial epithet and I'm like, nope, sorry, no edits, got to keep it in. Uh, so yeah, we talked to, I talked to Lisa Chenu a little bit about uh, astrology and uh, being broke, uh, a lot on my, a lot of different things on my mind this episode. Uh, she gives some great advice on uh, on being broke and and being a decent person because uh, she's a decent person certainly. And then later in the episode, uh, this is a big get. We got uh, Ariana Huffington. I mean, need I need I say more? Uh, former uh, proprietor of the HuffPo uh, series of documents <laughs> is what I call things. Uh, now a podcast guru in her own right as well. And uh, we got some more good advice on uh, corporate wellness and that. So that's very exciting. And then, you know, after that, the episode's going to kind of just end. And I hope you stay till the end because that's when we plug our stuff. So we're going to go to a quick break here. Uh, we'll be back with more Bleak and Review with more me. Did I say my name earlier? I'm Kevin. Hi. <laughs> more me and Lisa Chenu after this. is while I get your levels and make sure they sound good. Can you tell me a story from your childhood? <laughs> oh, sure. Um, when I was younger, there's this taco shop that's famous where I'm from, and it's really gross food, so my mom never wanted us to eat there. But me and my brother, like, begged her to take us, and so she said she would, and then she got a call from the restaurant, which is, like, from her restaurant, which is close by the taco place, and... She um, had to run in and help because someone called out. And it was really busy, so my mom had me and my brother bus tables. And we were, like, pretty little. And um, she was, like, we were, like, complaining and, like, kind of crying. And she was yelling at us. Is that legal to to have children? For your kids, yeah. yeah I guess that's so, true. Farm, so farm rules. <laughs> someone actually did, like, um, tell her that they were going to call child services because they thought she was 
employing child laborers. Oh, God. Because <laughs> we were screaming, like, we want to eat. Oh, no. And so my mom um, did end us end up taking us to get the tacos because she didn't want to get sued. Wow. Uh, so people, people from an outside perspective, it looked like hungry children were mm-hmm. busting tables. Yep. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah. This was in El Paso, is that yeah. correct? Interesting. Wow. Well, <laughs> that was darker than I thought, but that's a great well, way to... For here this we co- are. Here we are. And it's only going to get better. Uh, Bleak and Review, of course, we have returned here. I remain Kevin Anderson. Hopefully enjoyed that intro that I'm going to record later. <laughs> uh, joining you, returning to the show, very funny comedian, Lisa Chenu. Hello, Lisa. Thank you for having me. Of course. From the uh, What's Your Sign podcast, certainly. Yes. Uh, all about astrology... And uh, all the things that hack male comedians make jokes about, right? Probably, <laughs> I yeah. Was, I was thinking about that earlier is like a lot of people's barometer for like hack jokes at mics is like Tinder or traffic or whatever. I'm like, nothing shuts my brain down quicker than someone going like, oh, these crystals in LA, am I right? I'm like, cool. <laughs> yeah, I think they. I think it can be done well, but it just doesn't happen very often. Yeah, it's kind of the same take. It's like, well, why don't you just get these rocks over here? It's the same thing. I think it would, like, the jokes that I've seen work about astrology or, or the metaphysical generally come from people who have done, like, just the smallest amount of research. Yeah, exactly. it's like, if you just knew what you were saying, it, it might work. Yeah, maybe you still take that position that you think it's dumb or whatever, but at least you kind of sound like you know what you're talking about. Yeah, I mean, I think the biggest red flag for me is anyone that says, uh, is Mercury in retrograde? Ah, yes. Yes, and it's like, well, it's yeah. just Mercury retrograde. If you just didn't say in, you wouldn't sound like you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I, see, I didn't know that. I'm already learning. This is yeah, good. Yeah. By the way, you can use those headphones if you want. Oh. I don't know. I don't know if that uh, if that aids yeah, you at I all. Want to. I will. Oh, yeah. I will say that. Yeah, Mercury in retrograde as like a punchline or like a comedic premise is like the new like everyone on Tinder says they like hiking or whatever. You know. Yeah, it's adventure. Like, you better. Ha- yeah, adventure. I'm an adventurous sort, and I. Uh, only drink socially, of course. Everyone only drinks socially on on those things. Oh, is that true? I don't know. I, I was on Bumble for like a week, uh, and I noticed, I guess I my problem is I'm just like very honest on those things. And I saw like everybody was never smokes, never uh, drinks unless it's social, and, uh, and, and only enjoys weed socially as well. Like no one just says like, yeah, I drink. Like I, uh, of course, you're in LA. Like I bet most yeah. of you drink most of the time. I bet that is to deter like people that drink a lot though and that is a good call yeah totally <laughs> yeah a lot of it a lot of it isn't so much as uh putting your your actual self out there or like like letting people know it's like you want to kind of filter your results i would imagine yeah i guess i i feel like i haven't done online dating in so long that i i don't even know what i would put yeah, it's weird. It's a really weird thing, and I get so self-conscious about it that, like, literally, like I said, I was on it for a week, and I was like, this is stupid. Why do I have this? Like, it, it's all weird, and nothing's happening, and I just deleted it. I'm like, I'm just going to go to a bar and talk to something, because at least we yeah. all know there how much everyone drinks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's a great indicator. Totally. Uh, so you didn't, uh, you've didn't. you been in a relationship for a while, so before that, you were online dating and stuff? A little bit, yeah. I, I uh, broke off an engagement, and then I... Oh, right. Yeah, I, like, learned about how online dating works and stuff it's weird it's a weird thing and i don't know i guess it works for some people but not for me uh lisa i have a question for you this is my classic pre-planned interview question yeah yeah. and this is kind of based on my life and probably stuff i'm talked about in the intro but uh maybe we can dive into this here uh what's the brokest you've ever been and do you have any tricks for 
surviving in that mode? Oh, that's a great question. <laughs> Thank you. I worked on that for like six minutes today. <laughs> um, gosh, the brokest I've ever been. I don't know. I didn't have a job for some time when I moved here with my fiance at the time. Uh, right. So I guess it would be that where I was just like spending all of my money on groceries and then like cooking for us. At but least I you still did that, had though. another income in the house. So I guess it's like. No, it wasn't like super hard. Right. But that is at least you were doing that cooking at home thing because I fell into I always fall into like the thing of like, well, I'm just going to you think like fast food's cheap or whatever. Yeah. And that shit just piles up so fast. Yeah. Well, I come from the restaurant world, so right. I, I like, yeah, I know how to make a little out of a lot or a lot out of a little, I guess. <laughs> I, I make a little out <laughs> of a lot. I get a huge steak and I just cut off the gristle and eat that and throw the rest yeah, away. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah. But I think. I think that probably contributed to our relationship not working. So really just like me not do not even the money, but just like me not doing anything. Yeah. That or is just doing comedy where it's like, you're a fucking like yeah. scrub. You yeah. Know? It's a, an art form that costs you money for years yeah. before anything. Cause I, I don't know. I mean, I've been doing it for about six and a half years and I would say, uh, I've definitely over the, like if we're talking bar tabs and stuff, I've lost thousands of dollars. Oh, for sure. <laughs> I also think my ex like tried to like get me to be friends with people that he worked with and stuff. And it was just like, yeah, that's like not the way to, you can't force that kind yeah. of thing. Like, it's like, if I want to hang out with him, uh, then that's going to happen. Like they, if we get along, we get along. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, what do you have any, uh, for anybody, uh, like me, uh, who's, uh, financially, uh, in in the red, as it were, uh, what is like a great cheap thing that you can make that like isn't like just ramen or whatever? Like, yeah. what do you have any like tips on that? Lentils is like this key. is just all for me. Lentils <laughs> is key. Like, yes, you, I've heard that. You gotta fuck with lentils. They're so cheap. They taste good. Uh, you just like chop them up with squash and onion. That's really good. You can put it with like sour cream and spinach and make like a more a heartier meal. Totally. Also, order neats at bars. That's like the the biggest money saver <laughs> of yeah. all time. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. You no, don't have any ice clogging up the situation. Oh well, ice is fine. Just don't order shots. Oh yeah, shots. Yeah, is, yeah shots that's... are uh, shots are um, a rich man's game. <laughs> that's my that's my problem at Killer Mike is that I uh, uh, because I'm there and I have to like run back and forth so much. I'm just like, just give me the thing, just give me the thing. And then, like I look at my bill the other night, even though after the comps, I'm like. Oh, I couldn't. This isn't. This is not in my budget. <laughs> oh yeah, no shots are shots are for uh, suckers. Shots are for if you you could do shots at home if you bought like plastic bottle alcohol. <laughs> That's sure. fine. But you if you're at a bar, you can do shots at home regardless of what you buy. Yeah, you buy a tape. But if you're like one of those guys that like buys like oh a round of shots for everybody we're hanging out with, and then you just get the bill, and you're like that was a hundred and forty dollars for like one tequila a piece. Yeah, it's and crazy. if you have a party of four and you. Uh, Order two neats and two empty shot glasses. I mean, yeah, they don't charge you for the empty, less. right? Yeah. They don't charge you for the dishwashing they of don't. those extra shot glasses. They These don't. are great life hacks. Yeah, I'm into this. Uh, you work in the bar world now, yeah? Uh, correct. Uh, have you uh, had any extremely uh, poor tippers, and how do you handle? Oh, that? I have them all the time. Yeah, yeah. The thing I don't want to specify, but there's no, we don't say people, names. Certainly, some people that I work with just don't, and I'm like, I don't know how you. All right. How do you live with yourself? Yeah, because <laughs> it's just uh, usually it's got to be somebody who's 
never experienced the service industry that because it's what's two dollars a drink is kind of the, the um, baseline right yeah i mean like i'm not super picky about the number like yeah. i i i like two dollars a drink is very kind and especially like what drinks cost in la it kind of feels like it evens out to about like 20 percent or yeah. something yeah um but like a dollar a drink is also fine it's when you get like a tab or someone ordered like oh, 25 drinks yeah. for a party and they're like, oh, here's 10 bucks. And you're like, okay, well, that's like 10% and like not a dollar a drink. So, <laughs> so but like, I'm yeah. glad you tipped. Yeah. You know, it's just like something like that. I'm giving you a lot of service. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I've noticed, I think like there's a weird thing of like rich people tipping poorly and I don't get that. I've noticed that like people that struggle still, like because they probably work in the service industry, will always kind of, uh, like, even to be like, all right, I'm going to tip, you know, 20% of whatever my tab is or whatever it ends up being. But, like, rich people tipping poorly is such a weird phenomenon to me. Do yeah. you ever experience that? Um, I don't get a ton of rich people <laughs> okay. at my bar. <laughs> Fair enough. I will say that people of color tip really well. Yeah, and um, I think it's a similar a similar maybe yeah. situation. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, like, uh, I do feel like when I get stiffed, it's from white people. Yeah. So I don't know if that's an indication of wealth or if that's just, like, fucking entitlement yeah. or what but like maybe a little yeah. column a column b yeah i don't know <laughs> that's great uh so do you uh the people that uh that have these giant tabs and they do you ever like confront them about it you're just like fuck this guy or whatever no yeah. i mean i actually saw a bartender do this uh recently and i thought it was a really nice way to ask someone to tip I like uh this. she said uh, excuse me, sir, you don't have to tip me, but you do need to sign your credit card receipt. Oh, and like make them look so at what like, they're doing. So it's like, oh, uh, you need a tip and sign your credit card receipt. You and know? They, they, just, uh, they just write in the tip thing on their credit card receipt. They just write, nah. Yeah, I mean, like, that's fine. People, I don't know. I've had it happen. People, like, I got, like, a fucking uh, 50 cents on a credit card. That's and, insane. And it's like, I don't understand why, because... They it, they weren't dissatisfied dissatisfied with the service and I guess because their drink wasn't that much yeah they were like I'll just tip fifty cents it's but like, like, like a three dollar beer or something yeah, like that yeah so it's like it's, all right it well it seems shitty it's yeah. weird that you want to tip fifty cents but I'll take it <laughs> I feel like I think a hard and fast rule if we're, if especially if you're tipping in cash is a uh, anything that uh, clangs when you drop it on the counter is not a good tip oh for sure <laughs> even if you're tipping a dollar in like dimes like that's shitty <laughs> well those dollar coins too it's like oh yeah old west like, style you never like know what they are. <laughs> I, I feel like that's always, like, going to be, like, a chocolate coin or something. Those are still in circulation, I guess. That's weird. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say about tipping as well? Uh, what do you think about uh, – I know some places do this, mostly restaurants. I don't know about bars, but just adding a, the gratuity in the bill. Well, Is that, like, I don't know. thing we should move towards as a society? <laughs> I don't know if California has laws about it. I think there are laws about it. Um, so I'm not sure if you can do it. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm pretty sure, and I don't quote me on this. If you're <laughs> like listening to this for legal advice, yeah, this is not a poll quote. This is not legal Zoom. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure that if you auto grat a check, it counts as a service charge. So the oh. uh, the in the establishment will have to consider it a sale. Right. So they aren't. They don't want to do that because they're paying more tax on it. Oh, uh, so sense. your boss instead is not going to like that. So it's instead, and also does it instead of like just a thing that goes right into the servers or bartenders' pockets. It's like part of their. Okay, right. Yeah, that makes sense. So actually. they're getting taxed on it, and then it's counting. 
as part of your income, which might change your, I don't know. I, I mean, it's going to count as part of your income regardless if you're claiming everything. Um, but <laughs> Lisa like, just, uh, just mimed having a, like a horrible, <laughs> what do you call it? A migraine. I almost <laughs> said concussion. <laughs> she got CTE from this conversation. <laughs> but yeah, like your, your boss is probably not going to like you autograding a lot of checks. Yeah, so. that's fair. Uh, but you, you like where you work now, it sounds it's like. It's fine, yeah. What's the worst uh, service capacity job you've ever had? Um, catering's like, pretty bad. Oh I mean, shit, yeah. Bartending's pretty bad too. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> people are just drunk a lot. It's yeah, like, anytime you have to deal with people that that like and that like could be anybody. Like you're just gonna get a wide swath of the population coming through. Catering's uh, pretty bad, but you get a guarantee like at the end of your shift. A guaranteed like tip paycheck. Kind of thing, right? yeah, yeah, so it's. Was that kind of one of those things where you'd go to different events and stuff? And yeah. Depending on where you're, like the like Party Down, our favorite show. I love Party Down. <laughs> I Dome, also yeah. love Party. Remember when we had the other Rob? Oh, you yeah, weren't yeah. there for that. You I weren't wasn't there for there. that. The but other I Rob. Dome. So thank you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, what was like a, a weird uh, like a weird event that you catered? Have you ever been to, like anything um, where you're like, oh, I didn't expect to show up here for work? No, just weddings. Oh, weddings. Okay. And they're always like in super nice places, and the people are paying the super high dime. But I'm like. I'm not getting you fucking hot water. I'm sorry. <laughs> also, like, wedding event catering, it's hose water, just so you know. Like, you're not getting, like, filtered water. It's oh, yeah. coming out of a fucking hose. Which, like, is where most water comes from anyway, like, bottled or not. Like, we, they did a, something, I think it was on that show. Do you remember that show, Penn and Teller Bullshit? Yeah, yeah. They did, like, an expose on, and, you know, who knows if it's credible. I, don't, I didn't look at their uh, bibliography at the end, but, like, something about, like, most of the bottled water people buy is from the municipal supply, which is the same shit you get in your faucet. So it's, it's probably one of the biggest scams. I used it. I cited that episode in a college essay once. Wow. <laughs> probably, yeah, it was a real lax college. <laughs> All right, what college? Uh, San Jose State. I mean, it okay. wasn't, it was just, it was That's just a real was, college. Yeah, no, I mean, you know, I, we, we do we did all right. Okay. <laughs> did you go to school in El Paso or in... Uh, I went to Arizona State. Oh, really? Yeah. My buddy uh, played golf for them. What's his name? Sean... I don't know if I should say his name. <laughs> What's his uh, graduation year? Uh, ooh, probably uh, 20, 2010 or 2009. Okay, so we're... Yeah, maybe yeah. we were there together. He's a few years older than me, I think, and he got a golf scholarship to go there. That's cool. We were probably... You're probably best friends. Somewhere His name together. is Sean W. I'll just leave that. I don't think. Sean White. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sean White. I want to play golf. <laughs> fans of the show will remember that voice, of course. <laughs> um. Yeah. No, I don't know him. But what, what did you go cool. to? Uh, what did you go to school for? Communication. Oh. Yeah. Here we are. And, here we, and we're doing it. Wow. <laughs> degree. Your degrees at work. My uh, radio, television, film degree is working because technically this is being recorded. Yeah. <laughs> so here we are. College is probably the second biggest scam under bottled water. Yeah, I'm, I don't know. I might put it up top. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, maybe. <laughs> In terms of actual dollar amounts, yeah, you're yeah. probably right. Uh, did you uh, uh, have uh, problems with student loans when you when you graduated? No, I didn't. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Asked well, and answered. I'm very, uh, I'm very lucky in that way. <laughs> Same. Uh, this is people throwing down their privilege here. Oh, I love yeah. it. Uh, in closing here, before we got, we got a we got a big guest coming up. By the way. Uh, oh really? Yeah. Oh, I, mean, I, I talked about the intro. Now I'm nervous. No, no, no. Uh, I mean. They agreed to be on this show, so I, maybe they fall in and we're on the same level now. Who knows? Okay. Uh, before we go to break, though, uh, before we bring on our next guest, uh, Ariana Huffington. Wow. Yeah, from from the formerly from the HuffPo. Wow. I, now I'm really nervous. I <laughs> uh, don't know what they're up to. Uh, I don't know why I'm saying they. Like, I don't know Ariana Huffington's gender. I should have presented my qualifications as... 
as like a writer and journalist instead of like a bartender. And <laughs> I mean, tip you, aficionado. You did, yeah, tip aficionado <laughs> slash communications major, Lisa Chanu. Um, but in closing here, uh, uh, what is uh, we've got one good piece of advice for being broke and cooking at home. What is uh, your uh, number one bar etiquette uh, advice for for bar flies out there? Like, what's the thing that your server like a small thing, big thing that your server or bartender will be so happy that you just remember to do? Um, besides tip, obviously. Yeah, besides tip. <laughs> I think that uh, wait, wait until they address you to order. Yeah. Yeah, because like, I'll say I'll be with you in one second, and people will be like, Modelo. And I'm like, <laughs> I'll be with you yeah. in one moment. From like, like super far away, leaning aggressively yeah. over the bar. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's a big one. Or never snap. Oh, yeah, never. <laughs> I mean, those are, but that's also cultural. I think in other... In some countries, I think it's uh, oh, maybe, considered yeah. polite or whatever to get someone's attention in different ways. Yeah. A snap or a clap or a, you know, excuse me or whatever. Maybe a quick jig, a little dance. Yeah. But people, <laughs> I mean, people interrupt me uh, serving a customer to ask uh, about how to use the restroom and stuff how like that. <laughs> and it's just like, okay. Which part do I piss in? <laughs> well, it's like, where is it? Oh, yeah, no, you know, of course, of but course. it's like, just wait until you're, it's your turn. Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, and I know that because as somebody who uh, frequents the good night mic on Mondays, I know it can be a while before the bartender gets you, and it could be like, okay, there's this sea of people. I don't even have like an entrance, but it's like, hey, uh, and I think about this about open mic hosting as well. It's like no matter how bad you think you're having it right now, the person on the other side of that is having a way worse night. Oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah. And it's like just be patient. It's sometimes if you're if it's something like extremely urgent i understand yeah i'm bleeding uh yeah there's broken glass or (laughs) you know there's a fire in the trash can in the bathroom or something yeah Yeah. we want to know but like um yeah just wait your turn and like even if you think it's unfair like the person's just doing their job yeah and they're trying to get to everybody that's why i like oh god i in college i remember being kind of a prick just because you know i didn't know etiquette and stuff and like getting like kind of like exhausted and being like real sardonic or sarcastic with bartenders be like oh yeah i guess i can order a drink now blah blah blah. 18 year old kevin wasn't a good guy but i think now that i've uh lived a life uh mostly being yelled at in tech support capacities uh i think that i'm just i i literally like i come to any service situation and i'm just like i'm so sorry that i'm here bothering you at all like don't even like if you could get me a beer like whenever you want like that's fine like i've gone the other way yeah i'm just like a coward it's okay like too i i also think as a bartender one of the things that like i appreciate if you don't like your drink to just like tell me you know this i'm sorry i ordered this and it i i wanted something sweeter like it happens a lot i have a friend that comes in that orders salty dogs Mm -hmm. and people see that drink and it's pink and it has a salted rim and they think it's like some kind of fruity rum punch yeah, with like a, a sugared yeah, rim totally. or yeah, like a strawberry margarita or something. And they'll be like, I want that. And I'm <laughs> like, it's just vodka and grapefruit juice with a salted be rim. Yeah, it's gonna be better. And they're like, I want it. And then <laughs> I'm, I'm like, okay. But when they taste it, they don't want it. And so I don't mind to like exchange it, but also like you have to tell me, you know, do you want something sweet or like, Right. If there's something you don't like about the drink, I'm happy to remake it, but don't just say, like, I don't like this. Yeah, this sucks. Like, Give me another yeah, one for free. <laughs> yeah, so if you're like, oh, could you add some sugar or I like more citrus or whatever, I'm happy to 
either adjust it or remake it for you. But yeah, I like it if you tell me what you like. Absolutely. And again, another reason to just order neats. Oh yeah, just order straight alcohol. <laughs> Give me a glass full of the alcohol and I like. Never <laughs> ask what is your favorite thing to make. Oh yeah, because oh, what do you write? Yeah. I my favorite thing to make is a shot because <laughs> yeah. it takes no time and there's very little cleanup and I, it costs enough that you have to tip on it. <laughs> and it's the shortest distance between A and B, and then a straight line just to getting drunk. And yeah. what's your favorite thing to make? I uh, I like to open a bottle of beer. <laughs> That's yeah. my favorite thing to make because yeah. I'm busy. <laughs> yeah, and I mean I, I like to make drinks too. I no, like totally. to make cocktails, but like I'm not. What's your favorite? Well, what if my favorite thing to make is like. Something like a fernet cocktail. You're not right. gonna drink that. Like, yeah, I don't even know what that is. <laughs> yeah, it's like a bitters. Like you usually drink it straight, but you know what I mean. Yeah, like, yeah. Something bitter or something like earthy. Like, not everyone wants. So you want like a fucking fruity drink? Just say it. Yeah, and, and and like to to put that on a bartender also opens up to that whole thing of like, well, I didn't like that. It's like, well, yeah, you right. asked me what I wanted to make, right. not and what you like. like. I, I'm always like, well, what kind of spirits do you drink? Or you know, are you a beer drinker? I can make them a gelada, whatever. But yeah, yeah, yeah it's just like. You know, have something in mind. Yeah. Become an alcoholic, pick a thing, and stick to it. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of picking a thing and sticking to it, we've uh, picked this episode as good content, and we're sticking to that, right? That's a good segue, right? Hell yeah. <laughs> I'm a fucking idiot. Uh, we're going to go to a quick break. Lisa, you can stick around, right? Yeah. This is going to be a big get. This might be our biggest celebrity we've had on the podcast. I don't know that since one. Ra- since Ray Liotta. Well, we also had the other Rob Thomas. The Rob Thomas one was huge. <laughs> that was a big one. Although that episode has become problematic. Yeah, but, I think so too. <laughs> we certainly don't have to go into detail on that. But uh, uh, we're going to a quick break. We'll be back with more Bleak and Review with more Lisa Chenu, more me, and Ariana Huffington after this. <laughs> Cool. Uh, just uh, actually, Ariana, while we're getting your levels here, can you tell us a story from your childhood? <laughs> I don't know where I'm from. <laughs> I didn't research that much, so I don't this know. Great. I think Greece, maybe. Yeah, probably. <laughs> probably, I collapsed in 2007. So, <laughs> I wait, did you say you collapsed in 2007? I collapsed. Oh, I'm sorry. Save to hear it that. for the podcast. No, yeah, we'll certainly. What the f- <laughs> Damn, so fucking skinny. roasted. Tell a story about how you didn't eat lunch. <laughs> that is actually <laughs> accurate. Um, actually accurate here on Bleak and Review. We have returned from that musical interlude. I hope you enjoyed it. Shout out to Jared Hunting for our theme song. Uh, I remain Kevin Anderson. Of course, we are still here with uh, Lisa Chenu, and we're going to go to one of our favorite segments, of course. Uh, how's Instagram looking today, Lisa? Oh, Instagram's so awesome. I, uh, <laughs> I really love how uh, it's taken over my life in every way. At least it's just the one though, because you're not as sucked into like Twitter and everything. Yeah, right? it's I the am. Instagram because you like you like photos. I like it all. I really <laughs> can't stop. I I get those screen time things. Oh yeah, that ruins your day. <laughs> that just ruins your day. Oh, that's the one where like kind of limits how much you. No, can it do. just oh. tells you how long you've been. Oh, on that's each even worse. One, it's like a like, step oh, counter. <laughs> great, thanks. I'm glad I'm worthless. Oh no, <laughs> I think that should be how we we decide people's net worth. Is uh, how like much time they spend. Their screen time thing, their little report at the end of the day. It's like, 
How much time did you spend on Instagram versus like uh, uh, Audible? In in addition to releasing your tax returns as a politician, you should have to release that as well. Oh, for sure. Because Trump would be fucked on both accounts. Oh, yeah. Oh, we got political. We're we're not afraid. Here we are. Speaking of getting political, uh, someone vaguely connected to the world of political discourse is joining us here. Very big get for the podcast. Very excited that she's here. Uh, Please welcome to the show uh, Ariana Huffington. Hello, Kevin and Lisa. It's good to be here. I'm Ariana Huffington. (laughs) Yes, thank you. So nice to meet you. So nice. This is uh, amazing. Thank you for doing the show. You're welcome. Uh, Thank you for having me on and letting me talk about my podcast, Thrive Global, on the iHeartRadio app. Uh, the, it's called, uh, what, what is the podcast called again? I'm Thrive sorry. Global. Thrive Global. Yes. On the iHeartRadio app. This week, we have the girls from Broad City. Oh. Eliza Glazer and Abby Jacobson. Close enough. And <laughs> that sounds really fun. Ilana. Ilana and, yeah, and there so, you go. Sophia you go. Bush. <laughs> have you seen Broad City? I have not seen the show, but I heard I, the women, I talked to them, uh, Lana and Abby Jacobson and Sophia Bush. Okay. We talk about the importance of corporate wellness. Yes, of course. If they're busy women, so it's yeah. important to get a nap. You know, Kevin. Oh, I know. I know about it. I know about it. That seems like a read, but <laughs> okay with no. it. I want to get into this corporate wellness thing, but I do want to ask, uh, what do you think Broad City is about? Broad City is about two women in the city who are joking around <laughs> and make good skits. That's right. That's yeah. absolutely I, right. I could co-sign yeah. on that. Yeah, that sounds about right. But back to corporate yes, wellness. Yes, of course. Okay? It's very important to get a amount of sleep because in 2007... I was working at the HuffPost, mm. and I collapsed. Oh, no. I worked so hard that I had kidney failure Oof. and stomach failure, mm. brain failure. Oh, no. That's a, that's just a big three. Those are, yeah, that's, that's a lot of failures. Back failure. I'm not finished. You're back, you had back failure? Back failure, leg failure, oh, no. ankle failure. So you How did you recover? Yeah, Jesus. I went to the doctor and he said, Ariana, <laughs> how much do you sleep? And I said, one hour a night. Oh, uh, that's not nearly enough. No. You got to at least double that. Right. That's one hour I'm... mostly <laughs> because of the uh, work I did. Yeah, you're it's, a workaholic. It's important. Even as podcast hosts, you uh, smoke weed and jack off all day long. <laughs> make, make time for a nap or a break. <laughs> Is that kind of your uh, 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 one of the things you're having to remind yourself in your own uh, wellness, treating yourself better now that you're podcasting? Are you trying to refrain right. from masturbating and smoking weed? My podcast is different than uh, male podcast. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> we talk about corporate wellness and women, Hillary Clinton, Sophia Bush. <laughs> I'm sensing a theme. <laughs> a what do you line. think of Hillary Clinton? I like Hillary. I want her to stop. She's, <laughs> she's toast. But she's, to- she's you, good. Uh, do you think she's just working too hard? Do you think she needs to take a nap or something? Or you just want her to stop? She might. I don't. She she is gone. She doesn't. If she lost. I wanted her to win against Donald Trump. I right. wanted Hillary Clinton to win. Yeah. But she did not. And now her husband has flown on the Epstein plane. Yeah. And she... Is a bad. She's a good woman, but everyone hate her now. Ah, uh, and she's, she's more like Shrillery. Am I right? If she keeps going, she will have back of Shrillery. 
Thank you. Have Thank back you. failure, ankle failure. The country will have all of these things. Oh yeah, I mean, it's. I mean, if corporations can be people, then like it would uh, ostensibly could be you know through the transitive property of logic. Kevin. You know, yes. Women process stress differently than men. Is that true, it's Lisa? Important, right? Yeah, Lisa? I agree. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Can you uh, uh, illustrate a few ways in which well, that Lisa, is... Lisa, uh, you know about this because we get angry, we're irrational, <laughs> and then we fall asleep. And I that... Sounds about right. right. Yes, it happened at work to me. Has that ever happened to you, Lisa? <laughs> uh, yeah, I have. Um, yeah, I, I. one time I had to go cry in the <laughs> <laughs> break room I'm at so work. Sorry, <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no, she's reliving it now. I, I'm uh, afraid that your yeah. back's going to fail. Probably, no, I think I'll be okay. Probably <laughs> to with Scott is his fault. Oh, yes. Uh, you know Scott? Well, you know comedian Scott Lurs? I know her boyfriend, Scott. How did you guys meet? This is, this is a big scoop. He oh. called me on the phone because he was stressed out because Lisa is her irrational behavior. Well, that's and true. That sounds right. But and I said, Scott... Shut up. <laughs> well, did you know that Scott used to sex with the Anthony Weiner girl? <laughs> the girl that took down Anthony Weiner. Uh, wait, both uh, Anthony Weiner and the girl? No, just him? the girl. Because oh, what a three-way that would that be. That would be fun. <laughs> so that's what I thought you were going to say, how you knew him. Oh, that's right. We we <laughs> reported on that on the Huffington Post. Oh, but did I'm you? I'm now with Thrive Global. But oh, yes, of course. He, uh, she sexted with Scott Lurs. Mm-hmm. She sexted with um, Anthony Weiner. Steve Hernandez. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> Hi, London listeners. How's it going? These are people that we know. Uh, they're all great. They're all great. Uh, I didn't know that she she's was sexting, sexting with, with Joe K. <laughs> now, that seems like she does. She's just kind of shooting her shot wherever because she didn't do a lot of research on that one, I would imagine. I don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> what? Research? You can sex with whoever. It doesn't matter what they like. That's true, yeah. It's as your as choice. As long as you have power, right, in the situation? If you're the woman, you can send whatever you want. Okay? Oh, that Katie Hill <laughs> should not have been fired. Yeah. She will be on the podcast with Elana Glazer <laughs> and <laughs> Abby Jacobson <laughs> and, of course, Sophia Bush. So <laughs> what an insane roundtable you've gathered for that. That's a great – I like that. That's a lot I like to have Elana Glazer and Abby Jacobson and Sophia Bush on every episode on the iHeartRadio app. Do you have Facebook? Uh, I do, yes, and I believe Lisa does as well. I we are do. we are t- we are yeah. plugged in, baby. If you go on Facebook and you search for Thrive Global, you can like the Facebook page. All right, that's very interesting that's plug. Awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. App. What do you think? Um, like, why Thrive? What 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 was the meaning yeah. behind the name of your podcast? Because network? when I collapsed in two thousand seven at work, I could not do anything. I wanted to thrive. But I was not allowed to thrive right. because of my ankle failure and my kidney failure and my neck failure and my hair failure. But then I. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, we got it. That was just a little check thank in from you, Adam Jamie. Todd Brown. Thank you, Jamie. <laughs> Jamie, can you pull up the facts about the uh, prioritizing sleep? With Kobe Bryant and Ann Romney? Uh, I have a quick question. Uh, I don't know who this Jamie is. It is certainly maybe uh, is a person that's in the room or is a voice in your head because maybe you haven't had enough naps lately. But That's a good point. Uh, you mentioned that uh, women, uh, such as yourself and Lisa here, uh, when you get stressed, you uh, are irrational and angry. Is that correct? Right. You uh, don't even need to be tired to do this. Is that different 
than how men do it, which is rational and angry. Correct. <laughs> I'm an I'm a I'm a men's rights guy now, so that's a new thing. Sounds like you've read my book. Oh, really? Well, uh, please, uh, I I would love to hear your take on uh, men men's uh, anger and how they deal with stress. Men are usually focused, <laughs> and they think before they talk. Great. And they they have <laughs> they don't have as hard a time. Just shooting out with whatever they think. Yeah, l- very little filter. Right. Just, just uh, confident and uh, and loud. Is Whereas kind of me, as a woman, <laughs> I used to yell when I felt insecure. I would say, "Fuck you, mm-hmm. fuck you." It's, yeah, get me the water. <laughs> I am ankle failure and back failure and Sophia Bush. <laughs> I am ankle failure and back. I failure? have it. I'm sorry. Oh, no, it's okay. I just I'm originally confused. from Greece. I think. <laughs> <laughs> Lisa, would you agree with the assessment that uh, men's anger is better? <laughs> um, I, no one said better. Um, oh, maybe yeah. Yeah, I internalized. I that. would, I would agree that I think men. Uh, well, I think we're socialized differently, and we're m- women are socialized to kind of internalize and hold in. Yeah, and I think when you do that, it it can come out as irrational. I don't know. I don't know that I like that. As a descriptor for women, no, but, no, I don't um, know if I like it. I'm not sold, but I don't know if difference. I like it. There's a difference but between yeah. Lisa and what she does. She is a comedian and Certainly. a podcast host and bartender. She works very hard at she her does. jobs, whereas a Kevin jack off and smoke weed all day. He has more time to think about the things he's going to say. I she doesn't. Say. She can't just go and. You know, just do whatever like a man would do. I will say that your assessment of me as of today's recording is 50% accurate. Every once in a (laughs) while. Figure it out at home, everybody. Every once in a while, that's going to mean a bad day for Scott. Okay? (laughs) Right. So you can. Maybe, maybe, I mean, maybe more than once (laughs) in a while. Well, Scott also seems like a beta cuck. So he's probably fine. Oh, I don't know. No, I love Scott. I love Scott. That was a. A jab. <laughs> oh, I you would acor- you would corroborate. No, this. he's not. I think you're thinking of Josh Michaels. <laughs> <laughs> a chatterbox comedy, everybody. By the way, <laughs> just letting everyone know. A little pre plug. Uh, and so, corporate wellness. Now, this uh, what separates corporate wellness from just regular wellness? Because Lisa, as you may know, it seems like you're very familiar with her work and her podcast. Uh, is very into uh, a lot of different kinds of. Uh, what would you call it? Uh, I mean, uh, s- self-care. spirituality. Se- self-care, maybe, sure. in some extent. Um, but is that the same? Is there, like, that for corporate? Like, cause it, what's the difference, I guess, is what I'm saying, between, like, corporate wellness and then just wellness? wellness. It's very similar. It's about sleep. Listen, Kevin, <laughs> okay. I yes. was with my doctor and Sophia Bush. Okay. And my doctor told me and Sophia, <laughs> he said, listen, you can't just take Ambien and drink and eat potato chips. <laughs> you have to sleep. You have to meditate. You have to uh, drink lots of water. Yeah, yeah. You it's a big one. you can do yoga. Mm-hmm. You can get crystals. Mm. Anything that helps you. <laughs> Your doctor said. My do doctor, Doctor Stevenson. Okay. <laughs> doctor Stevenson <laughs> Ryan Reyes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> why was I have to ask? Why was Sophia Bush with you at your doctor's appointment? I like her a lot. <laughs> okay, Sophia is good. I bring her around as much as I can. Sometimes Ilana Glazer will say, "Stop texting me so much. I uh-huh. love your work, but you are overbearing." And I say, "Then I will text Abby Jacobson." <laughs> <instead."> <laughs> 
okay. or Sophia uh, on the iHeartRadio app. <laughs> do you? Uh, we were talking about a little bit earlier. We were talking about screen time and regulating. Do you regulate your scre- time on the screens? Whether you're, you know, listening to podcasts or texting or Facebooking. Like, do you do you monitor that as part of your wellness? When you go to bed, you should leave your phone outside of your bed. Outside so of your bed. Outside. So, so you shouldn't sleep in bed with your phone. Before I knew this, I would sleep with the phone under my pillow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because I want to get updates. Lisa, time, where do you put One it? time I left my phone on my bed and my dog slept on it and someone called me and it really scared him. Oh, was it on vibrate or was it, it, it yeah, on? Oh, it, no. And, and it really scared him really bad. That's a very cute story with the dog. <laughs> Now you should have Lisa on your podcast. I would I'd love, love to, to have Lisa on. on Powerful Women on my podcast. Absolutely. Some men too, like Kobe Bryant. Oh, boy. <laughs> and Ann Romney is very manly, so it's almost like having a man on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think of Kobe? Tell us about Kobe. Yeah, what's the Kobe inside scoop? Is, he's uh, obviously, we didn't talk about some things. <laughs> like what? What did you skip over? His Think favorite teammates and stuff. You don't want to like bad yeah, with oh. bad, bad things in Okobi's past. We, we oh the rape thing. <laughs> I will have lawyers remove you from, <laughs> from the studio. You got you went from a potential <laughs> podcast guest to getting as- escorted <laughs> by lawyers out of the studio. <laughs> Real quick. Sorry, I meant the alleged rape. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rape. We. I felt the quotes that you were. Well, I did yeah. the quotes. Yeah, so you big just can't quotes. Hear it in the I love headphones. women. I love Lisa Chenu, <laughs> but I will rain down on you <laughs> like <laughs> nothing. You you will be thinking you are safe, and then a Mossad agent will shoot you in the back <laughs> of the head. <laughs> 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 have you ever allegedly? Tried the, oh, go ahead. Have you ever tried the Fabulous app? No. Tell me about it. <laughs> Um, so it's an app that you use to establish a evening and morning routine gradually. Ooh, Ooh. I like this. Okay. Yeah. So you kind of get you, cause I notice when I'm in a routine, you know, I'm waking up at a certain time. I'm feeling mm-hmm. motivated. I have that energy from hustling and bustling in the early part of my day. Uh, do you use this app? I just by the way, started we're br- using we're brought, it. Brought, this episode is brought, sponsored by this app. I, I have radio. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I just started using it. It's, um, at first, it's like, wake up and drink a glass of water first thing. And then it's like, what you eat in the morning, what you do at night to prepare for your morning ritual and stuff. Um, so far, so good. I have heard that eventually it wants to charge you. Uh, so, I don't know. That's why I was curious, since you know so much about mm. corporate yeah. wellness, if you maybe had like some kind of a discount code or something you yeah. can pass along. Or like maybe your own competing service that's yeah. just, a little, yeah, thrive, just a little different for some thrive reason. Global has a lot of advice on these things. I think we will probably buy the fabulous app. <laughs> okay. I bought Huffington Post myself and I, w- I left it <laughs> and now I am going to buy fabulous app. <laughs> that's your next big move. So it was Huffington Post, then it was iHeartRadio and then the, you're going just straight into this app next. It's going to be part of the vision mm. because, Kevin, yes. I collapsed in 2007, <laughs> right. Right. okay? Everything was not working. When Ev- you woke up, what did you see? <laughs> That's a good question. I saw all of uh, my family was there looking at me like, is she dead? Will we get her money? <laughs> they were saying these things out loud. Over. It's <laughs> like succession, but for a woman. <laughs> That's a great show. You should pitch that. I think to yes. HBO succession Listen, parentheses Lisa but for women. <laughs> you know, there are a few women like me who are 
very, very successful and super smart. And we look, we always look for younger women who will someday be where we are. Like, and like what kind of younger women? Like any names in particular pop to mind? Possibly Lisa, we'll see. <laughs> oh, she told, I like that. She toes the line a little bit more. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you don't get so mouthy about Kobe. <laughs> we... <laughs> Yes, no podcast host men though. They're not. No. Gonna, they will. They stay in their lane. You're not gonna. You're not gonna incorporate like an Adam Carolla type or a uh, uh, who's the guy from I Shane Gillis. <laughs> Shane I don't McGillis. know Adam. I Shane. I'm not aware of him either. I know Kobe and <laughs> Sophia Bush and Alana Glazer. You know, like seven people. It sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> Which is fine. Jeff I mean, Bezos. Oh yeah, big fan. You I know talked to him about Chelsea Freddy's brother. Yes, he Buzzfeed. Thank <laughs> you, Lisa. Wait, Jesse Buzzfeed? <laughs> he owned Buzzfeed. Oh, I thought you said her name was Jesse Buzzfeed. That's yes. not a bad that's not a bad character name. I'll have to remember that. <laughs> Thinking yeah. about buying uh Split Cider and changing the name to This Is Boring. <laughs> uh Ariana, did you see the Vultures um twenty three comedy? Uh, comedians to watch oh, yeah. list, and what did you think of that? Uh, yes, I read the list. I thought that that when they picked Brendan Cooney, that was good. <laughs> he should be on that. Um, wait, wait, they 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 picked him though. You said only one. Oh, only one. Oh. If you're talking about the list of the 23 favorite comedians, yeah, the of favorites of the of, of the Scott industry. Lurs. Scotlers. Oh, Scotlers is I make too, a I joke. <laughs> Certainly. I I don't know. I'm not aware of the new comedy. I know that a lot of them are very funny, and I hope that they can work for Thrive Global. <laughs> I can maybe have them on the podcast with Sophia Bush. Yeah, and Abby Jacobson. They're right. kind of funny. I don't know if they necessarily come from a stand-up background, but they have like an improv sketch background. The, those Broad City ladies. I'm yeah, uh, you could. Uh, they did it because no one would let them perform at UCB, so they made their own thing. You got to do it. You got to build. You got to build your empire, like you have done with uh, with uh, Thrive Global. You make your own podcast. Lisa make her own drinks. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> no one would let me drink before. No one would let her make drinks before, and now the people are <laughs> are drinking these drinks she makes, and we'll see how that works out. I will say uh, that I do get frustrated. <laughs> I, I the, the parallels between podcasting and bartending are very similar because I get very frustrated when listeners of this show say, "What's your favorite kind of podcast to do?" <laughs> oh, you should um, have a conversation with my boss. <laughs> I would love to. I think he's constantly trying to remind me about how. Uh, Stand up and bartending are similar. Really, yeah, yeah. that's I love it. I love that. Like you know, it's all it's all. I mean, it's all same. You're you're on your toes. You know, you have to adapt mm -hmm. to different crowds. I like, didn't do that voice. You you did that. <laughs> no, of course. <laughs> Casey listens. <laughs> yeah. The, the list of twenty three comedians. I came up with my list of twenty three favorite coffee shops. Okay, oh, let's let's look at that. Starbucks, Coffee Bean, um, Grumpy Coffee. <laughs> Uh, 7-Eleven. Uh, <laughs> is your favorite coffee shop? I just want to make sure. Well, I got it the has list coffee. Oh, there it has good coffee. That's true. That's true. I was just making sure. I didn't know that. I guess if you sell coffee at a place, it could be considered a coffee shop. So like McDonald's could be a coffee shop. McDonald's is a good coffee. <laughs> I already said Starbucks. Yeah. I've run. It's not 23. It's six. Or I don't <laughs> know. I don't well, you could throw Starbucks on it again. Starbucks too. <laughs> Do you have a favorite Starbucks branch location? Yeah, this is good. This is the good stuff. My favorite Starbucks branch location is in Highland Park. 
It's a drive-thru. The drive-thru, that's a yes. good one. Mm-hmm. My favorite Starbucks branch is the Davidians, but... <laughs> Uh, see, that's see just a little cult, comedy. This cult, is, huh? I'm just trying to get asked on your podcast. You uh, can be on Thrive Global. I can? This is a great show. You have great guests like Lisa. <laughs> I've been... Uh, well, here's the thing, Ariane. You might not know this about me, because I know you're obviously very familiar with Lisa's career, but uh, I... Uh, I've talked m- many times on this podcast about my various corporate jobs I've worked at. Like I worked at this place called Hulu with the aforementioned Brendan Cooney uh, and some other people. Oh, yeah. uh, and uh, uh, those are those kind of jobs where people are yelling at you on the phone all the time. Uh, wellness is very important to that. Uh, for me, it was getting a prescription of uh, <laughs> of anti-anxiety medication. Uh, that was my wellness. You would probably not recommend that, though. Men can get anti-medic, <laughs> anti uh what a- anxiety yeah, pills? They the can one, get yeah. Viagra. <laughs> you would can, recommend they Viagra. They can do Molly and MDMA. <laughs> On my podcast, we talk about CBD. I tried oh, it. Yeah. Yes, I had a CBD brownie and nothing happened. But I didn't fall apart. So That's good. And that seems like you're very prone to falling apart. <laughs> I'm worried that every day I will collapse and my family will be around me and they will say... Sophia Bush is here to see you, and I'd be so tired I can't see her. So oh, I, I can't think of a worse hell than not being able to have the energy to see Sophia Bush. Bush and Hillary Clinton. <laughs> Donald Trump. Oh. What, tell us more about this CBD brownie. Yeah, this it didn't do anything for you? The CBD brownie tasted strange, and and then I waited and waited and waited, and then I just had to go have lunch with Sophia. So I said... I don't know what this is for, but the kids like it. And as long as they're practicing corporate wellness in yeah. the schools, in elementary school, in middle school, in high school, track <laughs> track and field, give them whatever they need for the <laughs> CBD, basketball team, tennis team. I like this free association you're give doing. Give them all it's the CBD calming. they can. Do the tincture where it looks like they're doing opium. Oh, give yeah. it to them. Give it to the children. <laughs> Mm. Uh, what's the cutoff for you in terms of uh, mm. uh, age age limit for for CBD? You think like fresh out the gates, or are we talking? I, I think uh, if you can give it to dogs, you can give it to a baby. <laughs> you know what? I can't argue with that. Sounds fair. <laughs> right. This might excite you. I recently had a CBD infused coffee. That's like two of your favorite things, right there. Mm. Uh, it was like regular coffee, but it was uh, eight dollars more. See, Would you advocate big, that kind of thing? The thing with CBD is that. Uh, the price is the only thing that is different about what you <laughs> when you drink the coffee. Yeah. You really just are paying more for nothing. True. But if you believe in it, then do it. I say fine. There's a lot of things that you can believe in that don't pan out. Look at Trump. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so you believed in him? I didn't. Oh, you the nation many did. Many people did. Yeah. The people who are drunk and on opioids. <laughs> And you would not recommend drinking alcohol or opioids uh, as part of your wellness, it sounds like. Wellness programs, no. No. I don't think opioids are a good idea for for wellness. It's a good way to fall (laughs) apart. It's a good way to to have uh, back failure, I think. Back failure. Some people get failure. opioids for back failure, and that's the that's the system. That's how they get you. It's a never ending cycle. It's it's ruthless. Very true, Kevin. <laughs> Thank you. I'm just really trying to trying to angle to get on your podcast. I'm very excited. I've already said you could be on you <laughs> pesky man. <laughs> this is what men do. And Lisa's at a bar. A man says hello. She says I have a boyfriend. The man says so what? That's, that's similar to what I did. <laughs> <laughs> that's similar. 
<laughs> Tell us, like, if the, do you have, uh, you know, two or three tips to help you sleep if you have trouble sleeping? That's really good. I could use that. That would help me. Because you, you, you're all about getting that, what, seven, eight hours of sleep a night? I saw more than that now. Ten at least. Ten? Right. Interesting. And, and every other minute is spent at Drive Global. <laughs> <laughs> but... Ten hours a night sounds like depression to me, if but that's just me guessing. I didn't say I was not. Sad. Oh, okay, all right. Or <laughs> I have to deal with men all day long, whining. Just do your job, Steve. Just do your job. God, shots fired. Uh, so yeah, do you have any tips for for getting that full ten hours of sleep? Okay, so oh, big, big, big pamphlet just came out of the bag there, Kevin. I like this. Yes. Think about your friendships. Think about the people you love. Hillary Clinton, Sophia Bush, Ilana Glazer for me. I don't know if you have people you love. I'm sure you do. You seem like a nice guy. Oh, that's very sweet. Think Thank about you. them. That's number one. Number two, make sure you uh, have a crystal or something that you can look at that inspires you to sleep. <laughs> okay, okay. Number three, just realize that you are beginning, if you're just starting, you are beginning your journey into wellness. Ah. This is not a race. There is no finish line. Take your time. Go at your own pace. And make sure you don't speed up. Because if you speed up, you break your ankle, your back failure, kidneys. (laughs) It's all over. Yeah, dark, dark you don't want to go so far in the other direction that your wellness becomes competitive because then you're just stressing yourself out again. You're like, no, I'm doing more yoga than you. I'm doing better yoga, harder yoga. Uh, and then that could that could lead to more stress, I imagine. It depends on who you're competing with. If you're competing with losers, then you're already <laughs> lost. <laughs> hey, that's true. But if it's Hillary Clinton or Lisa Chanu, Sophia Bush, you're <laughs> on the right track. That sounds like that sounds like a hell of. A, I'd like to see uh, those three names at a uh, at a presidential debate. You know what I mean? The, the top three: Sophia Bush, Lisa Chenu. Are you Clinton. thinking of running for president, Lisa? <laughs> I mean, I am now. Yeah, we got to this very late in the I interview. But am now. We got to talk about Lisa's run for the presidency. I say I, do it. I have another question. I was wondering if you'd seen any movies lately. Ah, oh, I saw it. <laughs> yes, yes, I saw the Joker. Ah, oh, did yeah. you like the Joker? I thought it was a great comment on mental illness in America. Totally. As someone with mental illness at times, I related to the Joker. I am a tastemaker. Yeah, I could tell. I think yeah, you kind of you kind of did a did a number on that, like because nobody was talking about the Joker before they came out, but you kind of got the ball rolling for the hype for this. We right? talk about the Joker, and and the press has an opinion about the Joker, but there are many opinions. You could have the opinion of a man who uh, is an incel. Totally. He has an opinion. You could have the opinion of a woman who fears the Joker is going to be a bunch of incels. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, that's the two. That's the two ends of it for sure. Though. Yes, you could have the opinion of someone trying to get on a comedy show. <laughs> yeah. and tweet about leaning, opinion. Maybe about leaning more towards the incel side of the scale we've set up. <laughs> you could have the opinion of someone who just wants to. Get sexually turned on <laughs> by the Joker? Possibly. Does that do it for you? Is that kind of one of your things? Uh, I will not say. That's fair. That was a very personal and weird question. It's okay, Kevin. <laughs> what what gets Ari- Ariana Huffington off? I am ninety seven years old, so That's nothing does. <laughs> oh no, I didn't know that. You uh, you not look really, but I'm old. <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> Unreliable Did you see narrator. the parasite? I have not seen the parasite. Please do not spoil it. <laughs> but did you like it? I liked it. Yeah, it's good. I want to go to Alamo Draft House tonight. I think it. you're gonna have to. Yeah, it's I good. Think I might go. I go there, and I get uh, the pretzel, and I I like house beer, even though it's cheap. I know I have a lot of money, but house beer is good. The you like what you like. That nice. You like what you like. Yes. Well, stop by the food hall after. I'll buy you a drink. Ooh. Ooh. Okay, maybe I go there and we talk about your presidential run <laughs> and the girl parasite. talk and the parasite, the girl talk. Will uh, Sophia be joining? Probably, right? I hope so. <laughs> uh, in conclusion, here before we go to plugs, uh, Ariana, is there anything? Uh, what if you want? I mean, this is this is the time to get your message of thrive out there. How do you? Uh, what do you want people to get out of? Uh, uh, what, do, what do you think people are going to get when they when they subscribe to your network? Are they going to get? Uh, what, what, what's the long-term goal here? Like, are we going to say, like, first couple weeks you see improvement? How fast are we talking? Advi- what they will get is advice from a woman who has switched her positions on everything <laughs> many, many times. Yes. Over and over again, her entire life, up until the point where you're confused as to if she believes anything at all. Right. But she's made it, and you didn't. So listen, <laughs> loser. <laughs> <laughs> Come listen to my wellness uh, podcast. With Hillary Clinton and Sophia Bush. Well, that sounds fantastic. Uh, speaking of sounding fantastic, uh, this episode is going to be sounding fantastic on the day it comes out, which, of course, is November 1st. This Friday, everybody, that in this room, not <laughs> listening currently. Uh, I guess we'll start here to my right or directly across from me. Lisa, what's going on with you online or otherwise that you want people to ta- uh, know about? I don't say talk about. Oh, gosh, November. Um there's a huge episode of What's Your Sign that's going to drop in November, so that should be really fun. Ooh. I have a Chatterbox comedy night on November 13th. Yeah. I Covina, will be, California, everybody. I will be at the Julia Michaels concert sometime in November. Ooh. I am going to Mexico. I also will be at Monda Mondays on November 18th. Oh, yeah. It's a great show. Awesome. So, and then people can find you on Twitter and stuff to find more specific info about those dates. You're on, you're yeah. on the so I mean you're you're definitely on Instagram. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> the chatterbox is November tenth. But um yeah, you can find me at A S I L N O U X or at What's Your Sign Podcast. And you could also go to the episode description on Twitter for this one and just click on the link that'll provide there to go to her handle. Uh, Ariana, obviously we've got the net, uh, we've got the the podcast network, the Empire. But is there any? Uh, you mentioned like Brendan Cooney yes. earlier. Are you like? Uh, Brand- do you, yes. Does he have anything coming up? Yes, he does. <laughs> Brendan Seamless. Cooney will be at the Rec Room in Huntington Beach on the November twentieth. Uh, he will be at uh, the group shower show this uh, November. I don't remember exactly the date. Why would you? It's his schedule. What else? There's other November shows. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> oh no! Oh, you're collapsing! Oh uh, no! Uh, somebody, is, somebody, get CBD coffee uh, over here. Okay, here's the CBD who coffee. Else, who else messaged Brandon about <laughs> looking him? I have a list on. He has a list on his computer, <laughs> like a professional, but not really. He Anyways, I he will be releasing a tape of him as LeBron James doing stand-up. Oh no! On Uh-oh. Halloween. Uh, uh, how how committed to character is he going to be? It's <laughs> pretty he, good. He I does saw an it. accent. Okay, but <laughs> nothing, nothing like no shoe polish or anything, right? He does not do blackface. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's what I was uh, inching towards, yeah. Just want to make sure. That's apparently not in anymore. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Brandon loves all races of people and, and respects <laughs> them. And, of course, uh, people could find uh, Brendan at Cooney or Die on the social media. Cooney or Die, follow him. Many people have said it's 
a good Instagram, and sometimes <laughs> Twitter is good. <laughs> okay. Uh, as for me, everybody, uh, hey, I have a new article that just came out today on bunny ears on the day you're hearing this. And actually, uh, serendipitously enough, it's one about astrology. Oh, cool. uh, my article, uh, Which Mambo Number Five Girl You Are Based on Your Sign, <laughs> is coming out today. Oh, cool. Are you Rita? Are you the other Rita? Are you Sandra? We'll find out. Uh, uh, so go listen, to, go listen to that article. You know, I encourage everyone to do text-to-speech on that. Uh, at KB Anderson, yo, and all the things. Ino Vino, November 7th. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes, go there as well. Uh, no particular reason. Just a great place to hang. Uh, at KB Anderson, yo, at Bleak Pod to follow this podcast. Uh, rate, review, subscribe. Uh, I probably talked about the other stuff going on in the intro. But uh, so don't worry about that. And uh, that's it for me. Thank you so much for being here, Lisa. Thank you for having me. I think we learned a lot today. I think we did, too. And Ariana uh, is so blessed to be in your presence. I can't I'm so happy you made a a time in your busy but not too busy schedule to to come talk with us today about the uh, network and everything. What to do, baby? <laughs> okay. Well, that's the classic <laughs> sign-off. We will see you next week, everybody. Bye. Bye. <laughs>